0: Listener discretion is advised. This podcast will discuss topics such as mental health, triggers, abuse, and suicide. While we plan on keeping it fun, we also plan on keeping it real. Know your limits. Take care of yourself. Listener discretion is advised.
1: It's the Mental Breakdown Podcast. We're not doctors, so don't Oh God! Please, don't, don't, ask ask no,
0: please don't ask us medical questions. Don't ask a single one. It's the Mental Breakdown Podcast. We're just two girls living in a disordered world. Hey, everybody! Welcome back to the Mental Breakdown Podcast. What episode? Episode number five. I remember this time. I counted correctly. <laughs>
1: Yeah, last week you got a little bit uh confugled there.
0: I know. I actually listened, I paid attention,
1: I did my homework. We're on episode five. You we're did your good. homework. Yes. So did I. I did a little bit of homework. I mean, I know that this episode is gonna be more your thing since PTSD is something that you experience and whatnot. But um Hey, we're all gonna learn new things today. Definitely. We're all gonna learn something new. It's gonna be fun. But first, I mean I want to hear about your week. I haven't talk to you in like a week. I know. I was
0: literally about to say the exact same thing. My week, I guess I can start. My week has been pretty good. I actually had this whole week off, which never happens how did you manage that uh the kid that I nanny is on vacation so oh it was not needed but I thought you had like four jobs um I do well you see I still had to like do the dog walking job and like the pet store job but I had one of my jobs off this week which is exciting for me
1: it probably feels like you had an entire week off from everything
0: yeah it really does like literally just taking one thing off my plate was like so relaxing But no, this week was good. I got to relax a little bit more. Today, I actually went hiking with some friends. It was really, really nice to get out in the fresh air, spend time with people I love. Also,
1: I love my new job. Love it. Oh my god, do you? Yes, I get to play with dogs all day. The um which job? The the new dog food store. The job? the dog the dog food store. Yes. Yes. Oh, that's awesome. Yes, I love it so much.
0: I was about to say that's really that's really my week summed up. It's kind of been an up and up week, so it's been pretty good. Tell me about yours.
1: Well, um uh, I've had a pretty pretty crazy week. I mean, I got a new job as well. I started that this week. Yay. I'm a cake decorator which is pretty freaking cool. I know. I've seen
0: your pictures, and it's so cute.
1: I'm still so, so, so new at it. Like, they took this place definitely took a chance on me because I only have, like, a few months at most experience actually decorating cakes. I did it at Food Lion for a little bit, but oh, wow. I really, really liked it, and it was lots of fun. So I'm pretty excited, and my coworkers and my boss are all, like, super chill. We just, like, cut up and goof around and, you know, make a bunch of sweet, yummy, delicious things and listen to cool music like all afternoon. And it's the best.
0: Yeah, that's super cool. It's so nice to have a work environment that like you truly love. <laughs> oh, I know. It's so definitely,
1: sorry. That's something that I've been searching for. Do it. Mm-hmm. It makes it
0: Oh, I was saying sorry, Mocha is probably sneezing in the background. But no, it's so much easier to like, it's, go to work and like take care of yourself when you love your job
1: oh of course and I know that like my jobs over the years have definitely affected my mental state and how I'm doing mental health wise and so it's really it's interesting when you start a new job because like you I feel like now since I have a podcast about it I kind of have to be open about like yeah I have some mental health things going on <laughs> you know yeah for sure but, uh, but like and there are moments like today I had a moment where And kind of yesterday, too, where I don't know if this happens to you, but like... Part of BPD is having like a a vicious mood swings. And so since I've been on mood stabilizers, that's kind of helped mellow that out a little bit, but I still feel like I have moods trying to pop out. Like I'll have like, I can feel myself like trying to hold back tears because I'm sad for no reason. And so it's like rough when you start a new job and like something like that happens. Yeah. Cause you have to like, you have to, you have to explain it
0: all over again.
1: Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's like going to a therapist for the first time. <laughs> yeah.
0: It's like here's what's wrong with me. This is
1: why I act the way I do. But no, that's we're we're trying to end that. It's okay to talk about it. That's right. And that's that's kind of what cuz my my boss was very open that he has stalked my Facebook. <laughs> which I think is probably a good <laughs> thing when you're hiring someone. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> but he was mentioning the podcast and I was like, yeah. And so he's like, so you've had some struggles? And I was just real with him about it. And I think he appreciated me being real. And this was all like during the interview. like,
0: Oh, wow. That's really cool. I'm glad like, you got the opportunity to talk about that though.
1: Yeah, me too. And I, th- I was like, you know, go listen to the podcast. Elizabeth is really cool. And we have a lot of fun.
0: <laughs> yeah, we try. I'm glad people,
1: honestly, yeah, it's great.
0: People keep People keep throwing in support and like love and it's just great thanks guys
1: yeah they really do like seriously every day someone messages me and is like i really love this podcast like the girl um my friend staley who did our logo she messaged me and was like saying she's really enjoying it and she's happy to be a part of it and stuff like that so that's really cool Ah, oh, that's so exciting all right so well get into this week yes
0: this week we are covering something very near and dear to my heart we're doing ptsd um or as i like to call it spicy deja vu
1: spicy deja vu
0: yeah i was just on tiktok one day and it was, it's like a tiktok sound it's like i am no longer calling it ptsd from from now on i will be calling it spicy deja vu and i could not stop laughing at it cuz that's just a great like description of what ptsd is
1: it really it really fucking is, dude. Like, the first time I heard it was when you told me about it. And I later on did see the TikTok and I was just cracking up because it really is true. It's it's spicy deja vu.
0: I mean, yeah, it's hilarious. And then there's another nickname that I have for it that for some reason I just like cannot think of right now. But I'm sure I think of it. I will think of it later in the episode. And then I'll just throw it in.
1: Yes, please do that.
0: Cool. Yes. So for those of you playing at home, PTSD stands for post-traumatic stress disorder. Yeah, so post-traumatic stress disorder. Most commonly, people know about post-traumatic stress disorder. I'm going to stop calling it that from now on, and I'm going to call it PTSD, because it's hard to say that full out, <laughs> but <laughs> for real, but we most often hear about PTSD whenever we're talking about um, veterans or military personnel, because this is usually the- yeah, uh, That's where I heard it. Yeah. This is, yeah, this is where most people with PTSD, they get it from serving overseas. um, Because, you know, you see a lot of rough things overseas. I can't really talk to that because that is not what my PTSD is um, from. But that is the highest, yeah, that is the highest percent of PTSD victims or people with a disorder is uh, military personnel.
1: I read that, I read online that, like, 8 million people have it.
0: Yeah, it's a lot, which I think is super interesting because I feel as if PTSD isn't something that is talked about Mm -hmm. enough. Like I didn't know what it was until I was diagnosed with it. Um so I genuinely before I was even diagnosed with it I thought I was just crazy.
1: Right. I mean I could I could I could see how like what what would some of the like can you talk about like the symptoms that that is usually there present with PTSD and like the ones that you experience?
0: Oh yeah, for sure. So then this is exactly the reason that I personally thought I was crazy. So some of just the behavioral things that happen are agitation, irritability, hostility, hypervigilance, self-destructive behavior or social isolation things that those things behaviorally I didn't really change um mine was more psychological some psychological effects of PTSD are flashbacks fear severe anxiety mistrust loss of interest or pleasure in activities guilt and loneliness um I would just have a lot of overwhelming flashbacks yeah I would have overwhelming flashbacks so much fear that would just come out of absolutely nowhere. I had like the worst insomnia, I had the worst nightmares, and these are just the most common symptoms of PTSD. PTSD affects a person by having intense, disturbing thoughts and feelings related to an experience either shortly after or even long after that said experience happened. Um, So literally PTSD is just something so traumatizing happened to you that your brain is essentially trying to protect you from ever letting it happen to you again. So it throws you into a panic mm-hmm. and it always mm-hmm. has you on edge to protect you is the best way that I can explain PTSD.
1: Our brains are
0: so weird. They really are because it's so interesting because, um, yeah, but PTSD is super interesting in the fact that it is actually, while it is a disorder, it's almost like a, a defense mechanism. Because your brain is trying to protect you from ever letting anything bad happen to you ever again. So you're just constantly freaking out, which is so annoying.
1: My therapist kind of explained being suicidal in that way. Yeah, yeah. She was she was explaining that, you know, if you're feeling, if she says, well, your brain was noticing that you were sad all the time and that you didn't want to do life anymore and you were just really struggling hard. And so it just jumps to the logical conclusion in your brain of like, oh, well, let's just not be alive anymore. And so then that's when thoughts like that start picking up in your head. And you know, yeah,
0: exactly. And the rate at which um, people with PTSD commit suicide is ridiculous, especially in our veterans and military. It's just really, really sad. Over the summer, I actually lived on a uh, I don't want to call it a ranch. It was more of like a therapy farm for horses, and they actually did stuff for um, veterans and people with PTSD. Oh, wow, that's amazing. Because the like the suicide rate is just absolutely ridiculous, and people are just trying to reach out and try to help people because it's crazy not being able to escape your own brain.
1: Oh, no, tell me about it. My brain makes me think I'm crazy sometimes.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, for sure. Um, that's really all the... Uh, I don't want to call it like factual stuff because really all I did was lift like the symptoms and the behavioral things. Um, I wish I was a doctor and I could tell you what exactly it does in your brain, but I don't know exactly what it does in your brain. I just know how it affects me in my day to day life. Maddie, but Maddie, do you have any other notes about PTSD uh, that you want to throw in factually before I go into um, how it has personally affected me and some other stories that I have about PTSD?
1: Yeah, so, I mean, I have a couple, like, questions for you, and then I just, I just kind of looked up some, like, interesting facts, I just typed in, like, weird PST facts, or whatever, so, <laughs> PTSD facts, yeah, shoot, PTSD facts, you know, Um, so, like, the the fact that, like, 8 million people have it, like, that blew my mind, like, that's a lot of fucking people, like, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Whereas with BPD, I think it's only like 3% of the population has it is what I read. So it's definitely, yeah, it's like not as common, Mm -hmm. but, um, and then I also found out that, um, more women typically have it than men, which definitely surprised me, especially like you said, considering that a lot of military personnel have it. I feel like there are a lot of more men in the military, but it's pretty crazy that um, women have it mm-hmm. more often than well, men. Well, another, another high. Yeah, so for that reason, that's
0: because... Um a high number a high percentage of ptsd victims are um rape victims and because the higher more women more women are typically more women are raped than men so that's why that's a statistic is a little bit higher.
1: Right, that definitely is is a very interesting fact, but um I wanted to ask you like what would you say would be some things that like trigger your PTSD?
0: Um so specifically for me, my PTSD is event-based. Well, most people's are cuz it's like a traumatic event. Um but essentially I get really really weird with Heights or cars or anything where sudden death can happen. Um, Because essentially I have PTSD because in 2017 I lost two people who were very, very close to me, um, my brother-in-law and a really good friend of mine, and they both died in really traumatic, quick, fast accidents. So I am almost... I don't want to say like a safety freak, but I'm much more conscious now. Um, And so any things that could be like sudden danger or like reckless driving or 18 wheelers doing something weird or people getting too drunk and being on high places or falling heights really get me. Uh, those things were really, really bad at first. And I've eventually, over time, been able to kind of diminish those triggers through therapy and medicine and talking to friends about it. I've kind of been able to calm down and be like, hey, these things happened in the past before, but that doesn't mean they're going to happen again. Sorry, I barking that doesn't mean they're going to happen again. Um that's right. So, I know my <laughs> triggers. Yeah, I know my triggers. I'm aware of my triggers. Uh and sometimes they do still trigger me. Like even today on the hike, I got a little triggered because we were walking over some train tracks and I could see the bottom and all I could think of was mm-hmm. wow, my friend has fallen from that height mm-hmm. and it's almost like you can see it. Um Yeah. So, things like that really mess me up. Heights yeah. really mess me up and like just car accidents really messed me up.
1: Oh geez. Well, um, yeah, I mean, if you want to go ahead and get into, I mean, you kind of touched on it a little bit, but was there more that you wanted to say about, um, how it affects you in your life and how you got it and whatnot? Yeah,
0: sure. So it's funny. I was definitely, so in 2017, obviously, as I said, I lost two very important people to me in very sudden tragic accidents. Um, and I didn't deal with it very well, mostly because I didn't realize what I had because I was not diagnosed with PTSD until two years. Years later, actually. I wasn't diagnosed with PTSD until my freshman year of college. So I go through two years of my life. Um, that summer after was the worst. I remember having nightmares. Um, I would see the people who had died. I could see their faces in my dreams. I felt as if they were talking to me, um, trying to tell me goodbye. I There would be times when I would get intoxicated, either getting high or drinking. And I swear to God, I would see them. Um, yeah. It's almost as if they were talking to me, like I was hallucinating. Mm-hmm. And I thought I was going crazy. I actually, I remember going into, um, after this summer of just having hallucinations and flashbacks and not being able to sleep and just being super depressed and scared of everything. I remember going into my English teacher's classroom and being like, Mr. Newton, I'm going crazy. I see dead people. (sighs) And he responded with the most amazing thing. He was like, he was like, he was like, Elizabeth, um, I'm not a therapist. I'm a teacher, but I hear you. And he essentially, he just like tried to calm me down. He was he was like, Elizabeth, you've been through some really, really hard things this summer. Um, I think your brain is just trying to process what you've been
1: through. <laughs> so I would have to agree. Yeah,
0: no. And I had never even thought of it that way. I was like, what do you mean my brain has to process what I've been through? Like, if you don't process it, your brain's going to find a way to take care of it. Oh, exactly. My senior year and my freshman year of college were really, really hard. Because I remember just having like really, really bad anxiety attacks, like panic attacks. Like I would like lay on the floor, ball up and cry anytime my friends would do something like slightly dangerous. Or if someone like didn't text me back, um, not like text me back, like, oh my God, you didn't text me back. But like if you were driving somewhere and you said you were going to text me when you got home and you didn't, I would freak out. Right. Yeah. And it was just really, really hard. And I couldn't figure out why I was freaking out so much. I remember just telling people, like, I had this overwhelming sense of something bad is going to happen, and I absolutely could not shake it, which is a symptom of PTSD, assuming the worst, <laughs> um, which sucks, and it took a lot to come over, um, overcome. Anyway, so yeah, I'm in my freshman year of college, I'm still having nightmares, panic attacks, bad dreams, crying on the floor, still have yet to seek help, mm-hmm. um, but I'm a broke college student. And here at UNCG, the psychology does a thing where you answer a questionnaire, be part of their study, and they'll pay you. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, okay, I'll try. Um, so I, they send out this thing, me not knowing – any idea what it's about. Uh, I fill out the questionnaire. I'm excited. I'm accepted to the next round and I get to do the study. I get paid for it and everything. And then I find out at the end of the study that it was actually a test to see how people with PTSD or, uh, stress related events deal with, um, cardi, cardi, something exercising. Anyway, I had to run. Um, But through that process, I was able to find out that the things that I was experiencing were PTSD. So it's really funny. I literally was part of like my school's clinical trial and had a therapist be like, hey, you have PTSD. So now that you know that, let's be part of this PTSD study, but also... Like, go get therapy. So they were actually able to refer me to a therapist. That's the most amazing story
1: of finding your diagnosis ever.
0: Yeah, it's really funny. Like, I didn't even go to a therapist. I found out I had PTSD, and then they were like, you should go to therapy. This is what you're experiencing. (laughs) So yeah, if you guys if you guys ever start having like random symptoms one day where you like see dead people or literally any symptom that comes out of nowhere,
1: maybe don't ignore it. But maybe, maybe check maybe that don't out. Don't ignore seeing dead people.
0: Maybe maybe don't wait to have to get paid by doing a psychology study to find <laughs> out that you have PTSD. Anyway, yeah, so I found out that I had PTSD and they hooked me up with a therapist who is amazing. She is a dance and drama therapist, which is really, really great, especially for PTSD because with PTSD, obviously, sorry, with PTSD, obviously, you spend a lot of time in your head um, because that's where everything's happening. That's where the freak happening. That's where the breakdown starts. Um, so dance and drama therapy is actually really, really nice because it makes it more physical and you're able to get it out of your head and are able to express it. So I find that that works really, really well for me. Um, I've also been on a few medications that have helped. I am currently on Prozac right now for PTSD because, sorry, Mocha is having a time because funnily enough, I've never actually been, um, diagnosed with depression or anxiety, just PTSD, um, And so they are giving me Prozac for that and therapy Mm -hmm. and just being able to move and get it out of my head and into my body has helped so, 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 so much because it's so scary when it's just in your head and all you can do is see it and fight it. And sometimes you can't even fight it. Sometimes you literally just have to lay down and cry. 'Cause it's crazy. You're literally or at least this is how my PTSD manifests. I can literally like see and talk to dead people and then I'll just stay up for days at a time.
1: Yeah. So does it does it still does it still happen like nowadays? Not as often.
0: I'm a lot better. The panic attacks don't happen near as much. I'm really good at um <coughs> I'm really good at calming myself down um, through therapy. I've learned a few techniques through that. And um, I do still have my moments. Like, for example, a few weeks ago, I was on a date with this guy. And we were watching a movie, Midsommar. Don't know if you guys have seen it. It's a great movie. I highly recommend it. It's fantastic acting. Um, And there's a scene where people are jumping off of a cliff which is incredibly triggering for me. Right. Um, And I had never seen this movie. I didn't know it was happening. And this poor guy, we were like sitting on his couch. We were watching the movie. And all of a sudden I see someone jump and their skull bust open. I scream, I freak out. And I'm like, and I, like, shut shut my eyes really hard, and then I am able to open my eyes and go, okay, it's okay, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. And, of course, my heart's racing a little bit. I'm a little scared, but I'm able to continue the movie. And now, if that would have happened two years ago, I probably would have had a full-down breakdown. Like, full-on mental breakdown, probably needed to go to the hospital because I can't breathe. How did the dude you were with take it? Oh, he actually took it really well. He was like, are you okay? I was like, yeah. I was like, sorry, I just, I'm, I'm weird about heights. Um, I wasn't really ready to have that conversation with him yet, so I didn't boundaries boundaries um and i was just like yeah i'm good i was like we can keep watching the movie i was like i just need a minute i'm gonna go get some water went got some water went used bathroom came back finished watching the movie because i could handle it two years ago like I said would not have been able to handle it.
1: Congrats on growing that much in only two years.
0: Yeah it's been really crazy and like I said like these things are still really really hard like there will be sometimes honestly the thing that gets me if we're going back to triggers the thing that gets me the most is music like there will be songs and I'll like hear the song and I will go back to that time and I will start disassociating and the next thing I know I'm crying. Oh yeah that's something else with PTSD. Disassociating. That happens all the time. We'll have a whole episode on disassociating
1: oh no i literally i i've made a funny TikTok about that today because there have been so many times where i will disassociate especially at work i'll disassociate and then i'll be staying there for a while and then like they'll be like madeline aren't you supposed to be doing this and i'm like what 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 yeah uh uh-huh yep
0: Yeah, that happens a lot with PTSD because I'm going back to how PTSD is kind of a defense mechanism. Sometimes, or when you're going through a traumatic event, you'll disassociate, or if something like that is happening again, you will disassociate because your brain is protecting you. Um, It's not wanting to focus on what's happening right in front of you. So sometimes, or a lot of times, so a lot of times people with PTSD, if they start going through something that's like even kind of traumatic or even starts to bring back those feelings, of um, event that used to happen or something similar is happening, their brains will just shut down. It almost feels like a fog. Yeah, PTSD does that to me a lot. And that's something that I still struggle with whenever I... I think that's the biggest thing I struggle with when it comes to triggers. I don't freak out anymore, but I will just shut down. Um, but it's okay. We're, we're going to work on it in therapy. We're
1: going to work on it in therapy with meds and exercise and eating right and all that fun stuff.
0: Yes, all the good things, all the good things. Um, but, yeah, that's just my little story on PTSD. Like I said, mine is a really weird case where it was um, I'm affected by sudden and traumatic death. I have, I actually have a friend who suffers from PTSD, uh, sexually, um, they have a really hard time being sexually romantic with partners. Welcome to my life. Yeah, it sucks. Um, thankfully, I don't have that. (laughs) That's all I have to say. Um, no, but that sucks. And it sucks that ah people think they can do that anyway. That's a for a different episode. Mm-hmm. But yeah, PTSD comes in all types of forms. Um, a lot of times children can form PTSD from uh, really bad childhood situations, mm-hmm. uh, such as like abusive parents, fighting parents, um, and just so many other problems can come out of that. And it really just depends on the person about, for like, what the event was for them, how traumatic it was, and how their body copes. There's no one diagnosis. There's no, oh, it has to be this bad for you to have PTSD. It's how your body is coping to the trauma that you
1: have experienced. And it's okay, because your body's just trying to protect you. Some people can have like some symptoms and other times like not have as many as the other person, or they'll just have different ones or whatever. Like I know I, I haven't been... Dying. sometimes your symptoms can be sorry oh
0: sorry 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 no you're good I was gonna I was gonna say was sometimes that your symptoms can be c- completely psychological sometimes your symptoms can be completely physical like I remember one time uh in that period where uh senior freshman year um I got so sick I was so stressed and so panicked that my digestive system literally stopped working I had to go to the hospital and they had to like kickstart my shit my god like it'll just it'll manifest in different ways because if because your body is just so stressed and so scared and won't let go
1: yeah yours definitely sounds like I mean it's way more severe than some cases that I've heard because like I know I know that like I you know because of my past sexual abuse I know that I've exhibited symptoms of PTSD like especially like when you mentioned you know not being able to be with sexual partners and stuff or like if you are, it's weird. Like I, since I, you know, had my attacks, like I haven't been able to really watch sex scenes on television like they make me really uncomfortable like I have to turn them off like I have like sometimes I feel like I have weird like kinks or whatever is a different weird like way of phrasing it whatever but then other times like I feel like I don't want to do it yeah. at all and it's like it's a weird like I mean and then of course the flashbacks and like the waking up in a cold sweat because of nightmares about it and things like that so like I definitely have oh, it's the worst yeah I definitely have exhibited some of the symptoms but like I mean like you said I haven't been diagnosed with any I mean the only thing I've been diagnosed with is BPD but I'm sure there's some other underlying things going on there as well yeah for sure
0: And, like, you can always have, like, symptoms of PTSD without having full-blown PTSD because, like, any type of traumatic event is going to, like, leave an impact on you. You know what I mean? for sure.
1: Well, speaking of traumatic events, do you want to talk about some other fun things that I found out? Yes. Hit me. So, I was, uh, I got curious and um, because when I was diagnosed with my disorder, I decided to look up, like, other people that had it. So, I have a short little list of you of celebrities that share in your PTSD struggles. Do you want to hear it?
0: Oh my god, yes! I didn't even think to look up something like that. Hit me! Go!
1: Okay, so, uh, the first one that interested me was Whoopi Goldberg. A queen? A queen. So, she has it because, I wrote down, like, the the reasons why these celebrities have it. And the reason she had it <laughs> is because, as a child, she watched two planes crash together.
0: Oh my god. Yeah. Uh, isn't that fair. crazy? Yeah, fair. Yeah. Is this how people react whenever they, like, whenever I... When I tell them like my story,
1: am I going to finally be on the other side? Probably. <laughs> That's how I reacted at least. Great. Okay, keep um, going. So another one, another one was um, Mick Jagger because his girlfriend like committed suicide. That yeah, it'll do it to you. i will do it. Um, and this and this one I found really interesting. So on a, a list, Morissette. Um, I know I always murder her name. Sorry, loss Um. <laughs> but she got, PT- <laughs> she got PTSD from rising to fame so quickly. She said in a couple of interviews that the pressure of like being famous all of a sudden and all the attention just got to be too much.
0: Oh, for sure. And like, I feel like the stress of paparazzi and people watching your every move. I like, I would get paranoid.
1: Oh, I can imagine. And then, and then, so also on that same coin, Barbara Streisand, uh, when she performed Queen. in the park she forgot yeah queen she forgot the lyrics at this like giant concert in central park and so she got like 30 freaking years of stage fright and was having like nightmares about it and everything and she didn't perform oh. for 30 fucking years because of that
0: oh could you imagine isn't that crazy oh, and look at her now
1: oh i know i know she's incredible An absolute queen Um, speaking of queens, so, uh, second to last one, Ariana Grande, remember she had that mass shooting happen at her concert?
0: Oh my god, I feel like Ariana has PTSD from so many other things other than that. Oh, of course, but yeah, so she's... Uh, Honestly, here's, here's the real tea, here's the real tea, not making any jokes at all, me and Ariana, me and Ariana, we struggle from, from, from some similar PTSD, y'all. Mac Miller was my... Favorite, favorite artist in high school. I loved Mac Miller. Rest in peace, poor one. Pour one out for a homie. Sometimes, I'm not kidding. No, and that one, that one kind of gets, it's so ridiculous. But whenever I was talking about music, sometimes the spicy deja vu kind of hits me whenever I'm listening to Mac Miller songs, because that was something that um me and my friend who passed away, like, he, that was one of uh, his favorites, too. So, like, sometimes that really gets me, especially if it's, like, one of his favorite songs. So, like, sorry, you said Ariana Grande, and I was yeah. like, ooh, I got a spicy deja vu story. Continue. I digress.
1: Yes. So the la- the last one that I f- that I found interesting was uh Charlize Theron who is one of my favorite actresses. Okay. I feel like I don't know who that is. You don't? Oh my god, she's another queen. You got to look her up. She's in a bunch of amazing things. Um, okay. But her mom shot her dad in front of her because he, he, she got tired of him coming home drunk. Christ! Yeah, literal Christ! Isn't that isn't that gnarly? Like, so I mean, but one thing that I notice all these people have in common is they are all badass people. So some badass people, you and yourself included, have some PTSD.
0: Yeah, honestly, I'm gonna give myself the credit. It's hard.
1: You're in good um, company. You're, yeah, you're in we're good in,
0: company. in good company we're killing the game. We're doing our best. And I feel like people with PTSD are, I mean, p- anybody with mental illness, it's just like so hard to overcome. But like PTSD is one hell of a bitch to overcome. And I'm still not there yet. And I feel like this will not be the last episode we do on PTSD on this podcast, most likely. Um, This is just kind of an intro. Probably not. We
1: definitely uh, need to
0: have a guest on. Oh, 100%. Um, but yeah, people with PTSD are so incredibly strong. And um, I'm actually glad that you looked up some celebrities that also struggle with that because sometimes i forget that other people go through this too uh it's kind of hard with ptsd because we all go through it but we all went through something different if that makes sense right um right. but we're all experiencing the same backlash which is just constantly being stuck in our heads
1: it just brings you together to know that it brings you together to know that people can come together over something so horrible and sad and like know that they have each other to get through it. Like that's one of the reasons we wanted to create this podcast is so that people would know that there's other people out there that struggle with the same shit and are still, you know, still kicking.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um people with PTSD, we are some Badass motherfuckers.
1: I would have to agree.
0: Yeah. And definitely, if you have it and if you're more comfortable, guys, talk about it more. Be more comfortable sharing it because I... Yeah. Eighteen years, I for eighteen years didn't know what PTSD was, and um, I don't know. I feel like a lot more people than we think struggle with this. Obviously, eight million.
1: Yeah, apparently there's eight million people out there who are going through the same shit you are. So if you're out there and you have PTSD, like reach out and let someone know. You'd be surprised, like who will come out of the woodwork and tell you that they're there to support you and they understand.
0: And the stigma. It's not normal to see dead people, but if you do, get help. That's
1: (laughs) That's <laughs> it's not normal but get help Oh, this is a mess of an episode, but that's all I have for today. Do you have anything else, Maddie? I don't believe so. We've exhausted my notes and, uh, I've learned a lot. Have, have you learned anything?
0: I've learned a lot. I've had a good time. Um, I (laughs) realized that I speak in metaphors, especially when I talk about PTSD. So I'm so sorry about that. You can blame my therapist. Uh, but yeah, are we ready to round out this episode?
1: (laughs) Yeah, let's do it.
0: Alrighty. You can find us on Facebook and YouTube at The Mental Breakdown podcast you can find us on instagram at the mental breakdown pod and you can find us on Twitter at The Mental Break Three.
1: And if you want to listen to us, which uh, you already are, but in case you're not and you're here because some friend told you to go listen to that weirdo podcast about crazy girls, um, thanks, friend. <laughs> thanks. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or SoundCloud at The Mental Breakdown Podcast. Thank you guys
0: so, so much for listening. Uh, stay tuned for next week's episode where we'll be talking about BPD, Maddie's. Maddie's fun little diagnosis.
1: Yes, my fun little recently diagnosed diagnosis. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. We're gonna learn some fun stuff about that. And remember, yeah. listeners, you, you got, got this. this.
1: And on days you don't, we, we got, got you. you. <laughs>
0: That's-
1: It's so weird with the lag, but we're going to say it anyway, because one day we're not going to have a lag.
0: It's going to be, it's going to be great. They're going to, they're going to get it either
1: way. (laughs) we, (laughs) We love you guys. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye guys. We're just two girls living in a disordered world.